We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music. There's no interruptions. It's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Broadcasting from the Halley Building in downtown Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show on Q104. That's Morgan over there. I'm Hello, Bill Ryan. Good morning. I was attacked this morning, Morgan. I just saw that picture as I opened my Facebook. Attacked in my own driveway. Yeah. And I think it's midges. It is midges. It is midges. And let me tell you, I parked my car down here in downtown Cleveland, and there's already about 50 midges just chilling on the car, taking a nap. They're everywhere. We just got to get used to it. Save it for the Yankees, midges. (laughs) Q104 plays the hits always live on the free Odyssey app. We're going to have more uh, chances for you to see Ed Sheeran in Detroit coming up later this morning after 8. It is the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here, too. Hello. Good morning. It's Amazon Prime Days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for David and I. I'm not sure if a lot of people knew that Amazon Prime was doing another Amazon Prime Days. Yeah. So I don't know if this is it's an early access sale. So I kind of interpret that as a glimpse into what our, the Black Friday deals are going to be. Yeah. But it's today and tomorrow, and it's included with your Prime membership if you have one. And it's pretty much the same. You know, the the Kindles, the Amazon Alexas, a lot of electronics, the headphones. Um, I'm scared to ask David how much he spent because <laughs> you remember how much he spent last time on right. Amazon Prime Day? Over $1,000. But also... I have come to the realization that I officially do have an Amazon addiction. Do you want to hear how many times I've ordered Amazon in the last, I don't know, two weeks? So what did you do? You went in your history and you were like, okay, this is what I bought and this is how much I spent. Are you ready? Yeah. October 3rd, October 5th, October 6th, October 8th. October 9th and October 10th, I've had something delivered on every single one of those days. What is wrong with me? What is, and I swear, we talked about this a little bit ago, like if we thought Amazon Prime was overrated, I was like, I don't really use it all that much until I moved apartments and I have that trip to New York City this weekend. So it's like a perfect storm and now Amazon Prime Day, early access days, to just take all of my money. Do you have um, auto renewals? Is that what it's called? Auto yeah. reorders? So is, is it a lot of those? Is that no, what's, no, what's no. happening? So, no, you're actually going to the website and you're, say, you're mm-hmm, clicking on something. Yep. Um, on October 3rd, I bought coffee. On October 5th, I bought a blazer. On October 6th, I bought... Um, like a bamboo rack for my bathroom. On October 8th, I bought some Q-tip holders and a new purse. (laughs) October 9th, I bought some baskets. And then October 10th, I bought a portable phone charger. 
Well, I can justify some of those purchases <laughs> for you. I mean, coffee, if you're not going to get it from Amazon Prime, you're yeah. going to get it from the grocery store. Yeah. So, you know, it's just you're just buying in one place. That's all it is. I know. But, I mean, when you see one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven Amazon Prime deliveries in the past 10 days, like, that's a problem. Well, the Here's the solution. Just never look at your history. Yeah. Don't ever look at your history yeah. again. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. I miss you more than I miss you more than Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It is the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here, too. Hello. Happy Tuesday. I think it was a couple of days ago, uh, or maybe it was last week on the show, where someone had recommended uh, that you watch the new Dahmer show mm-hmm. on Netflix. And do uh, you remember what they said? Well, they said it was a great show. It was uh, a doc- it's a, it's not a documentary. It's a... It's a it's, is it a fiction? It's, it's a fictional show based on true events, Correct. Is it was is that the best way to describe it? Because I'm not watching it. I know yeah. you so, started watching it based on well, that, based on that listener's recommendation. Yeah, we got recommendations from you know more than one listener because this Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show is like the ninth most watched Netflix show of all time, second in the English language. So I'm like, Bill, we're the pop culture station. One of us has <laughs> to watch this Netflix show. Are so, you are you having nightmares? I watched 15 minutes of it and turned it off. I did not even make it through an entire episode. And I was like, who in their right mind? They told me it was like a four on the nightmare scale. Uh And I was like, what are you on? Like, this is going to give me nightmares. I'm only 15 minutes through. And was it like bloody and gory and and like Halloween-y? No. But it was very like creepy and stuff that just lingers in your brain like the first 15 minutes of this show it's showing how jeffrey like lures these guys into his apartment and then what he does when he's in the apartment yeah i think that's well documented i'm like what are you guys on that you told me oh it's not that bad it's like a two on the nightmare scale so I have a serious bone to pick with those people <laughs> that told me I was going to be okay to watch this show because I'm not. I'm not okay. Last night, uh, Will and I, right before we started watching Cobra Kai on, <laughs> yeah. on Netflix, uh, it was you know how you know how Netflix is like on a show and it, and it just automatically shows a preview yeah, yeah. for a show. So it was on the Haunting of Hill House. Okay, and I was talking to Paula. Uh, while right before we started watching Cobra Kai, and so it's on. So the preview of Haunting of Hill House comes on, mm-hmm. and Will sitting next to me is like, "Dad, scroll down. Dad, Aww. scroll down. Scroll down." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What's yeah. wrong with you?" I'm like, "It's a preview of the Haunting. It's not it the actual matter. show. It doesn't matter. Those previews get lodged in your brain, and then you're sitting in your room <laughs> by yourself, and they're just replaying over and over and over again in your brain, and that's." What happened to me with the 15 minutes that I watched of Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix? Great. So now Morgan has to sleep with a teddy bear and a blankie. <laughs> yeah, literally. For the, for the rest of the week. Waking up. Getting you up and going. Waking up. With hit after hit. Rise and shine. After hit. Waking up every day. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. It's about damn time. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. We're talking about what... TV show or what movie you had to turn off right away because it, it was just too much. Yeah. 
you knew that it would just scare you and, and give you nightmares for, for weeks on end, and you just can't do that. And that's what is happening with Morgan right now with Dahmer. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the biggest shows on Netflix. I listened to some of our listeners who said, oh, come on, Morgan, it's not that bad. But we did get a text out of the 216 who's at work, so they couldn't talk to us, but said, Morgan, I completely agree. I turned it off, too. No way. And then there's Kathleen and Medina who's saying, no, Morgan, Morgan, you got to stick with it. <laughs> Kathleen, come on. For real? Okay, so I started watching it not even realizing what I was watching. I'll be super honest. And turned it on. I was like, oh, my God, what am I watching right now? Right. So I got halfway through, and I'm like, okay, now I can't turn it off. Like, now I got to finish watching. You just have to make it through the first episode. I got my husband to watch it last night, my neighbors to watch it. It's just one of those shows that don't you want to know what happens, like, truly from a fictional standpoint? Oh, I don't know. Do I? Like, after the first 15 minutes, I don't know if I do. Maybe that's the difference, Kathleen. To. You're watching it with your husband and with your neighbors, <laughs> yeah. too. Watch party for the Dahmer show on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, no. I, wa- I watched it by myself, and now I'm just getting everyone around me to watch it. Oh, gotcha. Because I need to be able to talk about it with people. I need- you got to be able to talk about it with someone. Yeah. See, so now, she- now she's Morgan. trying to convince me because yeah. you want to talk to me about it, too, Kathleen. Yeah, little Morgan's all in her apartment by herself, <laughs> and she's scared. Uh, there's a movie, and this is a couple years ago now. Uh, and, and when I say it, I think people are, are going to know what I'm talking about when I say it. I'm not even going to describe it. It's called The Human Centipede. Oh, yeah. We've all seen it. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. I'm not going to describe it. We've all seen it. Been there, done that. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. All right, Morgan is right there. Hello, good morning. My name is Bill Ryan. You know, there's nothing you can't tell us. There's nothing. It may be something that you can't tell anyone else. Right. Uh, So you come to us, and it's the Cleveland Confessional. This morning, we're going to Willowick. And we're going to talk to Shannon. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead with what you want to confess. I want to confess. I want my husband to stop working from home and just go back into the office because, honestly, he's driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I knew this would happen. Yeah. Uh, so what, what's been happening? Has this been going on since 2020? Yeah, basically, I guess, yeah, right when the pandemic first hit, he, uh, he started working from home with me. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a freelancer, so I have kind of always been working from home. Mm. Uh, and so we had set up our, our office for me so I could do my graphic design. And when the pandemic hit, he, because he makes more money than me, he kind of took over that office space. Mm. Um, which, you know, and so now I work from our dining room table mm. and he just will, he'll just come into the kitchen and he annoys you. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's driving me insane. Like he'll just, he'll just come in and start talking to me and I'll be in the middle of a project. Um, he's that annoying he'll... coworker. <laughs> yes, exactly. It doesn't even ask like, Hey, do you have a second? Yeah. Um, and you know, he's always been kind of messy. But now that he's home all the time, it's it's so much worse. And I, like, really get to see it. 
just the he'll, he'll just come in, make himself some coffee, and then like the spoons on the counter, and now there's <laughs> coffee on the counter, and it's like he doesn't even ask me if I want a cup. Like I know he's not trying, but I honestly I need him to go back to work. I need him to go back to work. I need my house. Does he have the option to go back to work? Yes. His boss just announced that next month they're at least doing hybrid. If not full-time, you can do hybrid. But he loves working from home, and (laughs) he talks about how he loves that we get to have all this time together, and that makes me feel awful. Oh, so he has no idea that you feel this way. He loves it, but you hate it. Yes. He'll even come down to the living room, which is right next to our kitchen, and he'll, like, turn on the news or he'll go to play Xbox because he's got, like, a random break after a meeting. And I'll just be sitting there like, this can't be happening to me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Aww. It's not awesome. She's awesome. clearly having some trouble here. Yeah, I didn't mean it awesome in that way. <laughs> uh, I was just saying awesome for uh, a confessional this morning because I, I don't really know what to tell you. Uh, I think my wife would relate to you a lot because I know that when I was unemployed before I got this job, Morgan, Paula really wanted me out of the house. Yeah. I was really starting to get on her nerves. It's hard when you have two people, you know, working from home at the same time. If you don't have enough space for it, it can be really irritating. Well, I wasn't working. She was working, which (laughs) makes it even more irritating. So, Shannon, we're going to see if we can help you out here. That would be great. 216-578-0104. Shannon is fed up with her coworker at home. It's her husband. How does she tell him that she wants him to go back to the office? Call us right now. 216-578-0104. Waking up. Getting you up and going. Waking up. With hit after hit. Rise and shine. After hit. Waking up Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. We were just talking with... Shannon in Willowick on the Cleveland Confessional. Basically, her confession is that her husband has the option now to go back to work. First time since the pandemic that her husband uh, can now go back into the office. And he doesn't want to. And he's also annoying her because they both work from home. And she's like, I can't take this anymore. How do I, like, slowly push him out of the nest? So, Jimmy in Worcester, what advice would you have for Shannon? What, What would you tell Shannon? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I get that. I get that uh, that he's making a mess and stuff like that. She's calling out for that, but she also needs to just appreciate the fact that he's at work and that he is working. You know, because there's a lot of people right now that don't even have a job. So, I think just be more appreciative and, I mean, maybe discuss with him that he needs to quit making a mess. But <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, Jimmy. Yeah. That 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 really does put it in perspective that everybody uh, should think that way first. Uh, but now we've got to come up with some solutions here for Shannon. So, Jen and Akron, uh, what do you have for Shannon? Um, I would totally set clear boundaries. Like, hey, I, you know, I like having you home, but here are some things that have been really hard for me. And if you want to continue to work at home instead of doing hybrid, how about you stay in the office during these hours? If you get a break, let me know. So I know when to expect you to come out, but I got to focus on my work and just kind of set those boundaries before he makes that decision to stay home. That sounds like a healthy way to handle it. I have a great idea. One that Shannon's husband would not refuse. Now, I don't know if I don't know their housing situation and obviously buying a house right now is insane, but if they have a basement, Say, oh, honey, let's make you a man cave in the basement. 
Oh, interesting. And then while that train of thought is going, because you know he's never going to say, I don't want a man cave. You know, every guy wants a man cave. And then once you make it, you'd be like, well, why don't you just work down here? You can put a fridge down there so that he's, he's not making a mess in the kitchen. Then Shannon can go back in the office and all will be well. They'll be in two different parts of the house the whole entire time. Yeah, when you say that, uh, when you say man cave, when I'm thinking of it, like, I wouldn't want to work there either. Like, you wouldn't want to work in a man cave? Man cave's for fun. <laughs> it's not for work. We're just sticking you in the basement and don't come out. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104 plays the hits always live on the free Odyssey app. Thank you for being here. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan is right over there. Good morning. My name is Bill Ryan. Uh, so we're talking about Selena Gomez this morning because she has her documentary coming out uh, very, very soon. And she talks about uh, dealing with mental health uh, in, a, in a large part of the documentary. That's what a, a big chunk of that documentary is going to be about. Is that do I have that right? Yeah. So this is a couple of years ago. And it, it wasn't me personally okay. that made Selena Gomez cry. But yeah, it was, like, are you going to be mentioned in this documentary? I, I'm, see, that's what made me wonder. Because uh, here's what happened a couple of years ago. I want to say it was right around 2016. And it was the, the morning show I was working at in Phoenix. And we had Selena Gomez on the phone as a guest. And this was right around when she broke up with Justin Bieber for like the eighth time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. They were always on again, off again. Right. And I can't remember if this was in between uh, or what it was. But a bad breakup had just happened between Selena and Justin Bieber. But okay. she had new music coming out. So she was on the show to talk about that. And the host of the show asked Selena a question about Justin Bieber. Okay. And I will say it was clunky at best. The, the question? He phrased it very insensitively. Do you remember what he said? I can't specifically remember the question, but I do remember that Selena answered it graciously, uh -huh. and we moved on with the rest of the interview, and I thought it was fine. Uh-huh. Two minutes after the interview ended, I get a phone call from... Uh, the guy who, uh, he's the, the record label guy for Disney, right. who manages Selena Gomez. And he calls me and he says, what happened? Oh, no. And I'm like, what? What happened? And he said, did you ask about Justin Bieber? <laughs> and I said, yeah, th there was a question about Justin Bieber. I said, what happened on your end? He said, she had my cell phone in her hand to do the interview. As soon as she hung up with you, she hung up the phone and just burst into tears. Oh. And I'm like, Bill. oh my God, that's terrible. You're definitely going to be name dropped. Bill Ryan, who now works on Q104 Cleveland. It wasn't me. I didn't ask the question. <laughs> I didn't. It wasn't me that asked it, but I wonder if we'll be in the uh, the documentary. I feel like, I mean, just the Justin of it all will definitely be in the documentary. I don't know. She's dealt with that from every angle of the internet, every interview she's ever had. So don't feel like you guys are the only one to ever do that. I don't, I don't think so, but it, it was a reminder to me that, you know, this, this entertainment news that comes up and it, especially when it comes to relationships with the, with pop stars or movie stars, whoever it is, 
a lot of times it's it's very real to them. Yeah, like for we, sure. We make fun of it and uh, we dissect it and we talk about it on uh, entertainment shows. But but in a lot of ways, it's very real and very personal to them. And obviously, Selena has struggled with it. Yes. And I've never had Selena Gomez on. I'll probably never get <laughs> Selena Gomez on this show because of what happened years ago. Uh, Battle of the Burbs. We have that on the way, though. We're going to need some winners next. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland? Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on Q104. Morgan is your host. We have some first-time players this morning. Yeah, we sure do. Berea, the west side of Cleveland, and Richmond getting ready to rep for their city. Kicking things off is Angelina in Berea, first-time player of Battle of the Burbs. Good morning, Angelina. Good morning. What are we doing up this morning? Getting ready for school. Oh, love it. How old are the kiddos? 18. Okay, there you go. Here we go, Angelina. Four questions, three seconds to answer each one. Question number one, which house was Harry Potter almost sorted into? Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Oh, sorry. I, I heard a whisper of a Hufflepuff, which is also the incorrect answer. But let's go to Lisa on the west side. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. Nobody has ever wrapped the west side of Cleveland. Are you ready to put them on the map? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. Which house was Harry Potter almost sorted into? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Not Harry Potter fans. Sorry. I, honestly, if you had asked me this question two months ago, I wouldn't know the answer either. So, Did you know it before you added it this morning? This morning, you yes, I did. Okay. I did. Let's go to Jimmy in Richmond. Jimmy, good morning. Okay, what's up, guys? Richmond has won the game once or twice or 12 times. We're going for win number 13. Are you ready? Let's do it. Question number one. Which house was Harry Potter almost sorted into? Leatherin. That is correct. Question number two. Where is the Oval Office located in the White House? Oh, gosh. Um, the West Wing. That is correct. Question number three. Which childhood Christmas character is getting a scary movie makeover? The Grinch. For the win, Jimmy and Richmond. What team do the Cleveland Guardians play tonight? The New York Yankees. The New York Yankees is right. Jimmy's always one of the smartest cookies around. Thank you. Congratulations. That's a good way to start your Tuesday, right? Yes, ma'am. That's win number 13 for Richmond. You are now the smartest person in the smartest city of the day. Tell everyone listening who made you a winner. Q104. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Appreciate you being here. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan is right over there. Good morning. I'm Bill Ryan. Uh, so one of, one of my jobs as the dad in my house is I'm responsible for making sure the kids have their clothes ready for the next day. Okay. So I, I help them pick them out. Mm -hmm. and, and we I always find that this time of year is the most difficult year, the time of year to uh, to choose clothes for them because... I mean, right now, as they walk out the door this morning, it's 52 degrees, but it's going to be in the 70s yeah. when they walk home today. <clears throat> and I know that people are listening and they're like, yeah, just layers, moron. Just <laughs> have them lay. But I, I still think it's kind of difficult because I will see, like, it'll be 52 degrees and I'm not with them right now. But I know that there's kids that go to their school that'll be wearing just shorts and a T-shirt this morning. What? Or something like that. In 52 degrees? Yeah, I think so. I, I see that a lot. And I always point it out, too. I'm always like, what? 
Where are their parents? How could they leave the <laughs> yeah, house like that? Why are they that? still wearing summer clothes on October 11th? It's freezing outside right now. How could they be allowed to leave the house like that? And, I, yeah, I tend to overdress my kids. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm overprotective dad. No, but I also see grown adults still wearing summer clothes in October. In fact, earlier this week, I was with my sister, and she was like, Morgan, do you have any socks in your car? And I was like, what? I was like, why would I have socks in my car? She's wearing flip-flops. I'm like, Brittany, it's 50 degrees. Why are you wearing flip-flops? Summer is over. And and she got cold wearing the flip-flops, yeah. right? She's like, I need some socks. I don't know why I wore these flip-flops. I'm like, well, no, duh. It's yeah. October. You shouldn't be wearing flip-flops. You shouldn't be wearing shorts. And you shouldn't be wearing, in my opinion, short sleeves. So that's on her. Yeah, that's absolutely on her for and then for getting cold and and needing you to bail her out and and hoping you have socks somewhere. But I'm like, who does that? Who still wears summer clothes in the middle of October? I think people still do it. But why? I I don't think it bothers them. You know, I I don't know. I get I get cold if it drops below 70 degrees. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm projecting Uh on my kids. But you were in Arizona for a while. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it was hot all the time. I'm cold all the time here. Uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe people uh, who live here, you know, pull out the shorts when it's <laughs> yeah. when it goes above 50. But I don't know. I've lived here my whole life and I still feel like 50 degrees. I'm not wearing shorts in 50 degrees. Like reveal yourself. Who are you and why are you wearing shorts when it's 50 degrees outside? Tell us about your clothes. Tell us about <laughs> your wardrobe right now. Two one six five seven eight oh one oh four. It's 52 degrees this morning. Who's still wearing summer clothes? My check one, two, one, two. Waking you up and playing all the hits. Give you the feeling from We're talking about how it's really difficult sometimes to figure out how to dress, especially I think today's the perfect example. It's 52 degrees right now, but it's going to be in the 70s by this afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I made the decision to put my kids uh, this morning. I allowed them to wear shorts to school this morning no. with, a, with a hoodie and I felt bad about it. I was like, should I maybe I should make them take... Maybe it's they 55 can, degrees outside. Maybe they should wear pants and then take off the pants and then they can have shorts later. I, I don't know. So we're just, we're just wondering, how do you dress during this time of year? And and both Morgan and I have the same reaction uh, when we see people wearing shorts and a t-shirt yeah, like, when it's 50 degrees Yeah, like why are out. you doing this? Yeah, Crystal. So Crystal and Parma is one of those people. Good morning, why are Crystal. we doing this, Crystal? Hi, good morning. What are you wearing right now? Shorts and a t-shirt. Why? Uh, I actually work outside in landscaping, so um, it gets hot. Yeah. And that's the best way to dress, you know, when you know it's going to be warm out. So. Okay, but I looked and it's the high is 73. Is that hot? To me, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this afternoon, she's she has a point here because this afternoon there's going to be sunshine. It's going to be hot this afternoon. But what I don't understand, how come you don't layer now and then take your clothes off later? Uh, you know, you kind of get adjusted to the weather for the day because if you take your, you know, you wear your jacket and then you take it off later, you might get cold. So yeah. if you just start off the day in a T-shirt and some shorts, <laughs> you just kinda, you're used to it. Crazy! It's freezing yeah, right now. I don't know about all that. I think Sean in Concord does the same thing. Sean, good morning. Morning. So you're wearing shorts right now, I'd assume. Wearing shorts right now, and I wear shorts pretty much all year except for January and February. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Every, wait, every wait, year. wait! You only wear 
long pants in January and February in Northeast Ohio. So on Christmas Day, you're walking around in shorts? Walking around in shorts. 100%. Why? We go someplace nice to eat. I have. I have my shorts on. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, take it my a- legs don't get cold. My legs don't get cold. But now, you know, I'll have like a big burly coat on. But, but my legs don't get cold at all. What about a hat? Do you wear like a hat or a beanie or anything like that? No, no hats, no beanies. Interesting. Wow. I think you just might be wow. cold-blooded, Sean. You might want to get that checked out. Taking a walk in the wild <laughs> side with Sean. Uh, here's Mary and Lorraine. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. How do you feel? What, tell us about your wardrobe this time of year. Okay, so I am all about layers. So, if, yeah, if you warm up, you take it off. Other than that, you wear pants, you wear socks, shoes, the whole nine. My kids, however, are not the same. My 15-year-old loves wearing shorts all year long. Mm-hmm. And no! Even wear, yes, all year long. Um, he has compromised to where he'll wear, like, compression pants under his shorts <laughs> in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about it. He wears shorts all the time. That's his whole closet. My daughter, by her being seven, I have a little bit more control just a little bit um so this morning she's like is it gonna be cold today and i'm like yeah it's cold now she was like but is it gonna warm up later and i'm like yes so she wanted to wear a skirt so i let her wear a skirt but she had to wear a jacket with her yeah. but when i was dropping off her off to school there's other kids that were wearing shorts and short sleeve shirts i'm totally against that i know right and then i always pointed out to my kids i'm like see that kid that kid's freezing right now you're never <laughs> leaving the house looking like that yes that's funny mary I, and you're, so your kid is the one that I that I always see. You know, your your kid wearing the short. I'm, I'm I'm that's who I'm pointing out to my kids all the time. Uh, thank- yes, but it's actually bad at the high school level because some of those kids wear next to nothing. Yeah, and you're like, uh, it is freezing out here. Did you not see the almost frost on the window this morning? Yeah, I see it. I see it all the time, <laughs> yeah. and I am that grumpy old dad. Put some clothes on. Not if that was kids. not if that was my kid. <laughs> Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is right over there. Hello. We were talking about things that uh, are are really, I mean, you were talking about talk talk shows, uh, late night talk shows Mm -hmm. not being uh, a a thing of the past. I would say magazines are also a thing of the past. Yeah. Um, Although Cosmo, I think, mostly online right now. But you know how, how Cosmo always has like the five ways you can... Get a guy this weekend. You know how they have those lists? Uh, So there's this woman who's gone viral. She found this magazine from 1958. Okay. Oh, God, I don't want to know. It's tips on how to get a guy. I don't want to know. Now, keep in mind, this is from 1958. Would you like to hear some of these suggestions? I know what it's going to say, but go ahead. Well, let's see. It said one of the tips, go to all your high school reunions (laughs) because there could be widowers there. Oh, my gosh. That's morbid. Widowers. In 1958, um, another tip, learn to paint and set up an easel outside of an engineering school. Why outside of an engineering school? I, because I, I guess in 1958, it would be, uh, you would want to land yourself an engineer. Okay. I mean, that was probably a high paying job back then. Uh, I don't know why you would stop if you saw someone painting right? on the sidewalk, but that, that was a suggestion. Uh, drop a handkerchief. It still works. <laughs> okay. I want you to go test these out to see if uh, any of these still work. Um, here's another tip on how to get a guy in 1958. Wear a Band-Aid so he can ask what's wrong. Oh. See, I feel like that could work today. If you, maybe not a Band-Aid, but maybe put your arm in a sling. Yeah. 
It's kind of like a, a conversation. Yeah, it's like opening. the same thing if you have if you have a dog. You know, yeah. you're walking down the street with a dog, and they're like, "Oh, how cute is your little pup?" Yeah. Uh, here's one. Although I, I'm on the fence about this one. Stand in the corner and cry softly because they'll come over and ask what's wrong. Oh, that's messed up. So try that at the Velvet Dog this weekend. <laughs> Just cry in the corner. See, I don't know if I would come out. I feel like my natural inclination would be to ask, what's wrong? Can I help? Uh-huh. You know, why are you crying? But then also I'm thinking, oh, she's she's sweet but psycho. Cue <laughs> uh, Ava Max. She's No, I don't have oh, that song ready. Oh, come on, but Bill. That, that's what I was thinking. She's psycho. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to walk away. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Follow the show on social at Morgan P. Talks. Keeping me up to date with the newest music. They're always up to date. And, and Bill Ryan CLE. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.